0: The galaxy is full of film, and this is the Galaxy of Film Podcast. Alright, and welcome back to the brand episode of Galaxy of Film. I'm your host, Max. I'm, of course, joined with my co-host this week, Danilo... How have you been for the past seven days? Had an awful weekend. After the weekend ended, though, I'm right back to my old self. I'm ready to fucking go, buddy. There you go. Speaking of ready to fucking go, make sure you check out the Let's Fucking Go episode for this week, where Brandon and I discuss only murders in the building. That was a lot of fun. Uh, it was pretty long, too. One of our longer LFG episodes, so check it out. We're going to have... I think in LFG almost every week the rest of the year coming out we got a bunch of stuff coming up for that dude yeah we will we will <laughs> this this year is way
1: too packed this end of the year is insane. the end of the year always gets like this it does Holidays, but the fact that we're covering movie, everything movie 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 yeah ooh it's rough it's follow rough. us on follow us on Twitter maybe we might just do a review on there
0: maybe maybe Galaxy of <laughs> Film yeah, we're not alone this week. We're joined with you know a long-term supporter of the show. He's also been on here for Jesus. That was what like episode twenty. Oh, yeah.
2: Wow. It was I feel early. So
0: old. This dude, is you t- like forty something, 47, like seven, I think, forty six. You tweeted
1: something a while ago saying that like it was fourteen years since that Lego Star Wars game came out. Mm-hmm.
0: I felt old. I felt old. And I feel old right now, just talk, good lord. Anyways, uh, recurring guest star, our biggest supporter yet, or so far, you know, uh, the man himself, the legend, Gamer Harold, how have you been for the past couple weeks?
3: I've been great, everything's been going good. I've been trying to be on the show more often, but either I don't see anything you're talking about, or I have work that day. So, today's pretty great. Glad to be on here all the
0: time, anytime. Well, I'm glad we were able to work things out so we can discuss some movies with you this week, man. It's always great having you on. Um, we're not alone with just Harold, though. We do have another reoccurring guest star. We got Mark from Cinema Flavor. How have you been, man? What's up, Max? Thank you
2: guys, uh, all three of you, for being patient and uh, waiting <laughs> for course. me to come back.
0: Yeah, man, of course. And uh, this week, everybody, we're discussing Marvel's Eternals, which just came out. Jesus. <laughs> Max movie? And we're also discussing uh, a movie that came out last week. Uh, well, it's kind of weird because when we say this week, it's really a last week release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really two weeks ago it came out. Uh, a new horror film called Antler, starring Jesse Puddin. Holy
1: fuck, buddy. Yeah. Keep the, sh- <laughs> keep the show going, man. Just keep the show rolling. You
0: know how... Uh, We've we discussed this a few weeks ago, Neil how, like... Personally, my favorite episodes are when we have...
1: You know, uh, a shit, new film
0: shit. and we oh, just yeah, have yeah. an older film that semi-ties to it but it works out perfectly like a good match like last week was last night in stuff on baby driver decent example of you know two movies yeah, same yeah, director yeah. older yeah, release yeah. into a release I love those episodes especially when something I hadn't seen prior Yeah, this is one of those it just no, these don't fucking match at all but you know we're covering them they're here, they're here. they go together they make- because we say we go together they may
1: blend together more than we think once we get talking about them. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They blend with something, all right. Whew. Let's go ahead and dive right into the news this week. First up, uh, I'm pretty sure everybody in the world has heard what happened during the Astro World Festival this week. Um, you know, we're we're not gonna, this, for whatever reason, it's. Controversial it's, to speak about it, almost. It is, man. It is. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of opinions out there about the whole situation. We're not going to be giving too many opinions about what took, what went down, what took place at the actual event. I um, want to discuss though, is how this is I going mean, to affect say, the A twenty four. I was going to say that. Feel me? Finish talking first, Jesus man. <laughs> Um, well, I want to discuss. Well, worse those. than Travis Scott. Jeez shut up! God, <laughs> I want to discuss how we think this situation is going to affect the A twenty four Travis Scott film that we've talked about for numerous weeks at this point. Yes. Um. But yeah. Before we go any further, though, you know, rest in peace to the. I believe it's eight lives that were that were lost during this event. Yeah, I think we're up to eleven now. I think it was eleven, um, including like critical conditions. Yeah, yeah,
1: because yeah. I know when someone's brain
0: dead. Oh shit! So,
1: yeah, I mean, so rest in peace to eight kids and the families and yeah. anyone who got just trampled on.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's rough. It's there was a, a couple of people on my feed who who I follow that that would um, that attended the event. Really, a couple of them, yeah. Back because you, you know, talked to I them? Have, no, I don't. I, one I comment back and forth with. Okay. because I don't know um, if, they, if you reached out and, like,
1: heard a story. Like, you know, they shared their experience. They posted their they, experiences. Awful
0: experience from both of them? Um, for the one I saw that I was really reading into, she wasn't too far. She wasn't up close to the stage. Uh, she wasn't, like, rushing the stage with everyone. Yeah, she was farther okay. back. But from her description, it was still uh, bad. 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 It, yeah, bad. to say the least. Bad.
1: Okay. All right, we'll talk about
0: claustrophobic.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about A24, though. I don't think we'll see the light of day of this for, like, a
2: year.
0: Okay, that's what, yeah, what I was about to ask you. How When do you think we're going to get this movie? Because I know you, you and I have texted back and forth. We think that album's yeah, delayed. Yeah. I think everything's on hold for, yeah. for Travis because of the whole thing. So do you think, you know... This, realistically, what the, time frame that movie is coming out? So for the people who aren't the Travis
1: Scott fan, like I am, we were supposed to get dystopia before utopia that was supposed to be a complimentary album to his utopia dystopia was supposed to be like a mixtape lp ep whatever the hell those are called you know the a24 film isn't utopia it's dystopia because i was watching the nfr podcast break it down and they were saying that the first half of opia or topia or whatever was cut off well, everyone knows Travis Scott's dropping the album Utopia. So why would he blank out the first half of the, you know, the title of the film? Mm-hmm. So it's dystopia that's co- that goes with this film. And because this World fiasco had just happened, we're not going to be seeing dystopia anytime soon. We might get Utopia, you know, next year because that's when it's supposed to come out. Once this all kind of blows over and everything kind of settles down a bit. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to see this for six months plus, in my opinion. This film. Okay. And I don't know what the director said about it because the director's, uh, he, he's done films, like actual films, like not films with like, what's what, Bart Barker or something, isn't it? Baker. Charles Baker, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, he, he's been quiet about this whole thing too. You know, he probably wants to distance himself, distance himself from it. So we're not going to be seeing it for a while, man, which is unfortunate. But see, I think it's even longer than that. I think, like, original statement, I think at least a year. So you don't think we'll be hearing from Travis Scott for a whole year?
0: Um, I can see it. At least the film, dude, because it has to make a lot of money. Even if it's just...
1: What if it was just a short film, though? Like, what if it was just, like, a complimentary... Like, runaway? Like, the 30-minute thing? Yeah, like a 30-minute thing, and he he has, like, his dystopia tracks mixed into it. You know, because there's no actor to
0: it. If it's something where it's, like... Almost like an extended music video, like it's several yeah. music videos put together. Then I could see it still coming out at a regular time, whenever the EP drops. If it okay. is a, you know, acted driven yeah. with a plot and everything, I'm I'm saying at least a year. Yeah, I'm saying because a year. you could just throw like Runaway. You could throw that on YouTube. It's going to make money because it's on like a VIVO channel, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, people are going to keep watching that. It's it's an extended music video at that point, you know? But something where it's, like, an actual short film. If What if it's in theaters? What if it's a full-length film?
1: What I want be, exc-
0: dude. I do, too. But, like, what if it's exclusive to a streaming platform, So what I'm saying? They yeah. have to make money on, back on that. They can't just yeah. upload it for free on YouTube. I know
1: it's a controversial opinion right now. If he dropped it, like, right now, he would make a shit ton of money on it. Oh, he would, would yeah. Be, like... I know he like I know he's being respectful and everything like that. I applaud him for that. But if he were to drop it right now and just say fuck it buddy they they all making money off of it. You mm. know. He dropped his album right now, they would make money off of it. But we'll
0: digress from that situation. But realistically, I think it'll be a roughly here because I don't see him dropping that early twenty twenty two. I think I see him it'll going under a the... rock for the next year. I agree. Like I I can just see If you were to drop it early 2022, the album's forgettable almost. Yeah, it's it's, it's a dead project. Exactly. It's like a movie almost. You have to release it second half of the year for Mm it to count. Yeah. It can be the highest quality thing, dude. As much as I enjoy J. Cole and I like the off-season, people aren't comparing the off-season to Donda or CLB.
1: Yeah, or the summer. Like, start of the summer, he starts his rollout then. Yeah. And by this time next year we will get dystopia. Who knows? But mm-hmm. I see him going under
0: a rock. I don't see him. I don't see him for the next year, I would say. Harold, what do you what do you think? When are we going to see this Travis Scott movie? I
3: have no idea. Um I have no idea what's going on.
0: <laughs> any any opinions at all on the whole situation?
3: No, because I'm normally clueless to this kind of stuff. So I, I, I you haven't heard know. about this Uh-oh. at all. No, I don't understand the words you just said. I <laughs> wish I, I wish <laughs> I loved Harold's like man. The, um, that the word you said ring a bell somehow. I know a lot of people were saying that. I don't know <laughs> what that is. It is some type of music, man.
1: I cannot, Harold. I love you, dude. You're the man. You're the man.
3: <laughs> You're the man.
1: Oh boy,
2: Mark. <laughs> So I was thinking about this, um, as far as like Travis Scott and this movie, I, the one thing that like Travis Scott, his fans, and then you have kind of this like subsection of people who are like resellers of mm-hmm. anything under the Travis Scott name, if you just put it like some type of exclusive maybe product with this movie or something along those lines, I bet you this will make even twice as much money as I, they probably thought it was. So like a shoe, um, maybe like an a exclusive... Maybe still still book, that would come with this, right? And that you could flip that for a couple thousand. I mean, that's kind of the only way I could really see. Like, if you were to drop that movie, and it's actually make money. Mhm. I don't well, know how you guys feel about it, but when when do you
0: think we're gonna see it though? After all this is going on. Hmm. So
2: like an album, I to be I don't know the uh, the rules of like albums as far as like the best time to drop them or anything. I would assume that. Maybe you'd want to do that like now, right? Because like this is the biggest. You have like Black Friday, you have like Christmas, right? It's just anything you attach to that like event. It always seems like it gets bigger. So I wouldn't see why he wouldn't want to drop a movie and an album now. Okay. Yeah, that's, I suppose, this way of looking
1: at it. <laughs> LaFlame, if you're listening, fuck it. Drop the
2: movie, bud. We'll be I was say, right. you just just all put right. it out now, like there's no. All I mean, right. I guess like the PR thing is kind of fucked up about like you know that people what, are that's what it dying in Hollywood
1: and everything. Yeah, it's more PR than anything for them at this point. No.
2: Yeah, but there's a there's a great uh, joke on uh, uh, BoJack Horseman where it's like BoJack is like canceled, right? And he comes back, and then everyone like completely forgets why he's canceled. They're like, yeah, it's Hollywood. Give it three weeks, and everybody will forget what you did. So that's like the same thing. I. In a month, that no one's gonna remember this Astro World like situation and like what happened in it. They're just gonna be like, "Yeah, we want Travis Scott. Well, we want, we want uh, whatever know. his album, Dystopia or
1: Utopia." I, I don't know, right. man. I don't that's... know if I'll agree with. I don't know if I'll agree with that because the FBI is involved in the investigation now. So I think, <laughs> yeah. I think it's like I
2: this, People are like, "Oh yeah, that thing." Yeah. So when's uh, when's the album coming out? When's the new shoe coming out? Like it's just that's just kind of how it is sometimes. December sixteenth,
1: new shoes nike sneakers
0: app I, dude i see, could see this the uh, situation affecting concerts long term i really can as far as like a cap goes yeah it will especially festivals man it will
1: it will i mean this happens at Lala Palooza. maybe not people die but they always break in and rush it and shit like that so it'll happen <laughs> it'll stay present
2: it, yeah. What but, was the uh what was the whole situation like as far as like the COVID and the vax and everything? Like even with that they still were able to just allow that many people into a show? It's Texas. Oh, so they don't they don't care? No No.
1: They're not mandating a vaccine like I think I know my state does for some things, for some shows. I don't know about Max's. It depends yeah, on the venue I'm going to venue to show this here. Saturday,
2: and they're like, oh, okay. only half
1: capacity. But that's the only thing they're allowing. Yeah. So like yeah, when- and also it was outside, too. This whole
0: thing was outside, so they didn't, you know. Yeah. So, like, when here, I saw J. Cole a month and a half ago, or whatever, in Greensboro. Didn't care. The venue did not give a fuck about vaccines, masks, anything like that.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: My friend went to go see <sighs> Harry Styles a month ago. You either had to have be vaccinated or had a COVID negative COVID test yeah. within 24 hours, because it's just a different venue. Here, it's just depending on that. It's not a statewide thing. Um, you, uh, pff, I don't That's know. What it, it's it's it, a fucked we'll it. situation. But you know, rest in peace to the the eight lives lost so far. Yeah. <laughs> but up next on the news, um, I know you you probably don't have an opinion on this, Danilo. I will, um, buddy. I will. Oh, you don't watch the show, but okay. <laughs> I, I still have an opinion, bro. Uh, Wu-Tang American Saga, it is announced nope, that season an three opinion. will be the final season of this show. Um, expect an LFG coming soon with me and Dakari discussing seasons one and two. Um, Shout out to Dakari. I, I really don't know how I feel <laughs> about season three being the end of it. The way this show has been structured so far, with its it takes its time with its pacing, which I'm glad; nothing feels rushed. Um, Season three sets up the solo artists, the solo projects between some of the artists. So I really don't know where this show is going to end. It could end with the second collab album at the same time it teased ODB's, you know, death almost in the season two. So I don't know. Who knows how this show's going to end. I'm just hoping it's cohesive and it makes sense. I mean, we have the creative minds there. RZA is very heavily involved, so I have faith in it. I'm just being hopeful. Mark, do you watch American
2: Saga on Hulu at all? Uh, I have not yet, but there is a show that you've been talking about that you've been gassing up this whole time, I'm like, you know what, i got to finally see it. It's uh, Only Murders in the Building. Yeah, how would you like that? I got to the first episode. I really like the first episode so far. I'll probably finish it tomorrow when I got a little bit more time. But um, I don't know if you guys ever are doing an LFG on that or if you already passed. We just uploaded this week. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I might be able to. But uh, I haven't seen that one. But that is another one on my list, though, is the the Wu-Tang show. I heard that one's really good, too, because I've heard multiple people talk about how good it is. That's great, man. Um, Harold, any comments on the,
0: the season three being the final season of a uh, Wu-Tang American Saga?
3: I haven't seen much of it, so I have to catch up on it, but okay. I'm pretty sure it'll go out with a bang.
0: I like the energy, Harold.
3: <laughs> good energy. Good
1: energy. <laughs> I was just
3: going to be the end of it. There's not going to be any side
0: series or anything like that. Just completely done with. Yeah. Um, up next on the news, Harold I think you'll have something to say about this one we finally got a poster for Spider-Man No Way Home uh, I've for the first fucking time like an MCU poster in a long time I hope this stays as the final poster because you know we got that Black Widow poster I like quite a bit where it's just her, the logo behind her walking down, then we got that clusterfuck of the, just all the characters thrown on like a week before the movie came out it could be the same situation of this. I hope not, though. Um, it's just Tom Holland Spider-Man front, uh, you know, forefront and center. And it's from, like, a, a POV shot of Doc Ock attacking Spider-Man. And behind him, we see a familiar face. None other than William Defoe's Green Goblin. So, Harold, how do you feel about the poster? Personally, I love it.
3: I was really hyped when I seen it. And it took me... Took me about 30 seconds to realize that Green Goblin was in the back, and then I got really hyped about it, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's, a, you know, the thunderstorm and the sand. So I'm just really excited about this movie. Keep
0: I quick am quick. too, man. I'm, I'm hoping it's not too much, you know, too much to balance. Um, I gotta be worried. I'm a little bit worried, and I wanna hear your thoughts on this, Danilo. Does it concern you at all that. Um, you know we've gotten Vulture, we've gotten Mysterio, and we you know we Venom's a separate thing, and we also have uh, Morbius. We got Craven coming into the Sony-verse as well. Does it concern you whatsoever that we're also like we're basically recycling Doc Ock, Electro, Sandman, Green Goblin? Do you think we're going to get our MCU versions of these characters after this movie, or do you think this is the only time we're going to see them in this franchise? And what was the goblin. question does it concern you that we're getting you know these iterations of characters we're already familiar yeah. with yeah so do you think we're going to see other versions later down the line do you think we're going to get a yeah. Tom Holland Green Goblin even though now we're seeing a Green Goblin no no,
1: no. um no <clears throat> I don't think we will I think what they're going to do I believe is probably change their outfits I think everyone's getting a new outfit Green Goblin ain't gonna look like what he looks like in the poster. Salmon ain't gonna look like what he looked like in um, what was it? The fucking um, uh, Spider-Man made Spider-Man. Spider-Man three, you know. Um, who else? Lizard's gonna look a bit different than um, yeah. You know, and same with Electro. Electro was blue. It looks like Electro's yellow now. You know. Yeah. So I think they're just gonna change that up. Poster-wise, I'm with you though. I love this look of this poster. Someone had a great um uh, thought on TikTok where. The, post, the first poster is Tom Holland. Two more posters come out. Next poster is with, like, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. And then the other poster is Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. And all the villains are, you know, kind of there. Like, it. so it comes across. Which looks nice, dude, but I doubt Marvel and Disney are that smart. They'll just give us a fucking triangle character poster again when it's all said and done.
0: I think we'll get one of Doctor Strange with the same style.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. No trailer though yet, no trailer. I
0: kind of hope we don't get a second sure. I know we will, but like, I yeah. just I at least keep pushing it back closer to that release date. You know, I hope we big. don't. Yeah, I don't want it, but you know, you know how it is. You know, we need something to to have them sell tickets.
1: You know, so yeah, like Mark, announce that tickets go on sale. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's rumored this week, but who fucking knows? Mark, any any thoughts on this
2: poster? Uh, the poster itself, I was like, it's cool. I I caught the little Green Goblin uh, in the corner. I was like, okay, I got excited. Um, I, I mean, for the most part, most of the times these, these posters are pretty kind of copy and paste. And like this one was, th- I had the same kind of feeling. I was like, oh, okay. It's like we get the arms. We get kind of all the info we already kind of know mm-hmm. going forward. Uh, I did get this movie spoiled for me, though. Uh, so thank you, Twitter and John Campia. <laughs> So I seen a couple of stills, I won't say of what, but I was like, well, fine. okay, all right, at least I know that I'm going in and seeing that. I saw
1: those two, to be honest with you, this is, uh, Brandon has the best term for what this movie is, it's the worst kept secret in Hollywood, like, when I saw those pictures, it, nothing surprising me, nothing still has surprised me yet, the only thing people don't know about this movie is the plot, on, you know, what the hell's going on, and where we're gonna be ending up. But I mean, yeah. you know, like everything else is already spoiled. This is,
0: is spoiled. A way to put it. Danilo. Spoiled
1: in the you know quotation marks.
0: Like it's a wor- it's the worst kept secret. You know. Because I've I've seen one of the the spoiler images from Twitter. I've seen one yeah. of them. Was I surprised? No. Am I still going I to why. be in my seat in that theater opening night? Yeah. You know, sc- blood pumping when I see these things come to fruition. Of course. Buddy,
1: all I'm saying is when I see Andrew Garfield, I'm going to be like, that's my Spider-Man. Fuck you, Tom Holland. In my theater opening night. I don't care who's sitting next to me. <laughs> Kick me out, bro. Kick me out. I'll swing. What if Tobey Maguire sit next to you. I don't care. Awful Spider-Man. Okay, you still going to be like, retarded. hey, that's
2: a real, that's a real Spider-Man. That was, tough.
1: that was tough. I should have said that. But You're, my you're bad. just my fucking bad, stupid. My bad, dog. My
2: bad. Dude, imagine it. If oh, uh, Marvel like, would have been able to pull that off, though. Like, this, this scene, the three Spider-Mans, like, if we just would have never saw it coming. Like, all we know is that Doctor Strange would have showed up in it, and he probably would have helped out, and then somewhere in the movie, all three Spider-Mans are in the same scene together. Like, I think at that point, he'd be like, yeah, Kevin, Kevin Feige's like, he's actually a god. He's a celestial. I think
1: we'll get there one day, where nothing will be spoiled for us, but it won't be anytime soon.
0: Dude, I don't even think that because if you've noticed, a lot of these like just Disney spoilers overall, yeah, know, really started getting seriously leaked from good sources and been coming to fruition since the Rosario Dawson stuff of Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah. Like when this she was like first leaked. This to seems like a Disney problem, though. It is. That's what I'm saying. I think it's across the board at Disney. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's someone like at like for the um, the Kenobi leaks. You know, we're talking about like Tamira being Cody and that. Um, or like the whole Anakin and the Ahsoka show, even or uh, Bo Katan and Mando. I think I don't think it's someone at Lucasfilm. I think it's someone at the Disney level. And same thing with the Marvel thing. I don't think it's someone at Marvel. I think it's just D- Disney a step above it.
1: Fix your shit, Disney. I don't want Star Wars ruined for me the day after I see the trailer, bud. Yes,
0: yeah, so I don't. I don't know. I really don't. Um i'm pumped we'll i think we all are at this point though but up next this is um a little bit worrisome because we were supposed to get this early next year uh the miss marvel show has been pushed back to the end of 2022 also with the captain andor series uh, a bit disappointing i was looking forward to this show i'm really excited for hawkeye though also excited for the she hulk show uh, mark what are your what are your thoughts on this
2: as far as like the the pushing and the delaying, um, I mean it sucks, but we will get there, and there's gonna be some other stuff that comes in its place that'll keep you excited. Uh, this is a really good chance for Hawkeye to really uh, build up hype or whatever when it comes out, mm-hmm. until uh, Miss Marvel comes out. I, you said that that was a show that's uh, get delayed. Yeah, Miss Marvel got delayed till end of next year. Yeah, and so. Oh, I mean, if if that gets pushed into like late, like we're talking like November, December of this, yeah, around this time. Okay, so then that could be like the big movie of of next year, right? Because usually, if they push a movie into like that kind of slot, mm-hmm. I think that's like Disney, Marvel wanting to uh, be like, yeah, this is the temple movie of the year. I and mean, that's what they're doing with Spider Man. Um, that's what they're done with all the the Star Wars movies. So who knows? That's could a good be, point. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah.
0: Um, Harold, any comments on this delay? Are you looking forward to the Miss Marvel series? Oh, yeah. Since I've been. Um, actually, ever since
3: I've played Marvel Avengers on the PS4, you know, I was really hyped about all things Miss Marvel since I've been using it through the whole story mode. I just got interested in her character. And her character, so for it to be pushed back is a little disappointing, but you gotta work on it sometimes. So it'll be much more hype when it comes out. But I am excited for.
0: Hawkeye as well, so. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, Danilo, what about you? Do you have any thoughts about it, this pushback? Yeah, dude. I think
1: something's going to be filling that spot. I think a bit of it's Hawkeye. You know, whatever. Who the fuck cares? I think it's more likely we're going to see Loki season two.
0: I was about to say that, yeah.
1: That I is why my. Two. That is why I was pumping my hands, dude. Do I care about Captain Marvel? No, not really. But I think we're about to see Loki that, in that spot. And then we're going to get Doctor Strange. And then we're going to get whatever else we have for the rest of the year
2: but i, I think agree.
1: Loki's going to be like a wandavision early of the year you know because I, I i'm still one of those people who believe it was not never supposed to be two seasons they just split up um you know season one
2: mm-hmm.
0: hopefully do so, because I, I did not care for the finale of season one settle down buddy settle down just being honest up next uh, i thought this was most interesting and i know you're not a big fan of the franchise danilo Um, this, this actor has, like, publicly said he's done with the character, he's teased it beforehand, there was a cameo for this character, which he was not even cast for the cameo, basically putting the nail on the coffin that he was not returning for the character, but, today he made a statement saying he's not done with the character, and he's pushing for that sequel, finally. Henry Cavill is finally vocal about wanting the Man of Steel sequel. Um... I'm not a Man of Steel fan. I don't like it whatsoever. I'm not a Superman fan like that, but I do like Henry Cavill as Superman in BVS and in the Snyder Cut. Um, Mark, do you have any, any comments on Henry Cavill finally being vocal? Have you been following along with him teasing this back
2: and forth over the past couple of years. So I'm glad that he at least wants to stick around. Um, I think that whole uh, cast of Justice League, and they're probably now toward the end of it, uh, I know Ben Affleck doesn't look like he's probably going to want to come back. Um I don't know how much like of an arc they will want to do with that, but like at least if he sticks around to keep doing more Superman movies and whatever uh story they want to keep going with that, I think it'd be cool if they still have him involved because you know, it it's you don't want to have to keep recasting Superman. Mhm. That is true, you don't.
0: Know. Um Harold, what about you? Any any comments? I think it's pretty cool. All
3: the best, luck huh? I mean, like you, I'm not really a big fan of Man of Steel and Superman and all that, but, you know, good luck. I hope it goes really well, you know? Mm-hmm. Best vibes. Fair enough, fair enough.
1: And what about you, uh, did you know? Fuck Superman. I hate Harry Cavill, too. So I couldn't care less. All right. Up next, um,
0: you and I called it, Danilo. Yes, we did, dude. Yes, Rogue we fucked Rogue Squadron's did. the Patty Jenkins Star Wars film. Has officially been delayed indefinitely, and it's rumored this, because of Wonder Woman three. However, if this
1: doesn't just defeat. Now, sorry, dude, keep going. I'll, I'll, I'll wait. Just keep going. Dude. It's
0: rumored that this indefinite delay is due to Wonder Woman three, which Patty Jenkins has said she hasn't even begun the script for this film yet. We're not seeing
1: Rogue Squadrons we'll never see this movie if this doesn't just seal the nail in the coffin for me for how i think of disney lucasfilm and star wars and how that entire studio is run i don't know what is the studio now has done it how many times in the last 10 years in the last six since they bought it give us a project give us a director that of both new things and new ideas and then just cancel it because they got cold feet I'm not saying Wonder Woman 84 was a fantastic movie, you know. But you could have gave her a shot, dude. But we're never going to see this. This isn't new, though. This isn't new. I I think it is new. I I believe that we weren't going to get, you know, something retold to us. I know Rogue Squadron's its thing. But if we look at Disney's past with Star Wars, they take old Legends ideas, old ideas that were there, And they recycle it into their own new story.
0: No, I'm just saying even from the Disney standpoint, I don't don't think this would have been new. It's original trilogy base in a movie. So we're getting the rebellion and whatnot. But on top of that, we already have a story of a bunch of pilots doing whatever with the Resistance show.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You mean the Resistance show and then the video game, too. They just had that rogue squadron, too, right? Oh, you mean just that's just squadrons. Yeah, squadrons or whatever. I was yeah. even counting the game, but yeah, that—that's—I forgot that game even existed. It was fucking shit. I don't, though. It's just—I'm—I'm I'm done with Star Wars, dude. i I, t- I said it when I watched Dune. I'm done. Like this—this this company's a joke, in my opinion. Now mm-hmm. they haven't done anything that has given me any faith in them at all. You know, Fair I'm happy. You? Point. Am I happy you still like it with seeing Mark Hamill and stuff? I am, dude. I'm happy that you like seeing that. I'm happy you can get your little Star Wars kick. For me, it's dead. I, there's no excitement for me for any of the projects anymore.
0: Mm. So, what What can you do? But we we called it, dude. And I'm happy we called it. We did. We did. Mark, do you have any, any comments on this Rogue Squadron delay? I, I didn't
2: know it got delayed. That f- bums me out, man, because that was, like, one of the, like, top projects I was really interested in seeing. Um, fuck, though, dude. So, uh, uh, from what you said, you said that uh, the rumor is that she's making Wonder Woman 3, but that Patty Jenkins said that she hasn't started on it? We reason? know
0: she's... Wonder Woman 3 is confirmed. It's going to happen at some point. And we know she's doing it. But so she has the Rogue said, movie
2: that she's like, yeah, I haven't even I haven't even remotely even started on that. No, she hasn't even
0: remotely started on Wonder Woman 3. She just has it under her belt saying, yeah, I'm, mm. I get to do this project. Kind of like how James Gunn... Uh, when he was working on the suicide squad had guardians three under his belt, but hadn't done anything
2: for it yet. Mm, okay. That's how yeah, this honestly, was. man, It it sucks. And I'm starting, I'm starting to get on like, I'm I'm getting like to Danilo side, man, where I'm kind of tired of defending this. Cause it's, everything's getting pushed back. Um, anytime I do see something like it's either, Hey, we got another book. So I'm like, great. Okay, cool. I'm glad that we have that. Uh, but where's all the movie and stuff. Um, I just, yeah, after a while, you just go, I can't keep defending Star Wars and, like, what's happening with it. I enjoy it as a fan, but after a while, you just go, I can't expect anything. It's just whatever's gonna come out, I'm just gonna, I'll be there, and then I'll get excited when I'm watching it. But, like, I can't get hyped for nothing no more now. With, like, especially this news, and then the the High Republic, uh, whatever that show was supposed to be. Like, that's freaking, I guess that's now dead. Oh, the Acolyte? Uh, yeah, that's kind of it. My- yeah. No, no, it was um th- no, the Rangers of the New Republic. That's what it was supposed oh to be. oh that, yeah, that, that,
0: that that's was still happening. For that too, and they, yeah, it was that. just an issue with the whole Gina Carano situation
2: because she was supposed but to still, like that show. still I trash that whole project and are like, yeah, I know she was be supposed to be like the head of it, but I was like, well, you guys can't do anything with that. Like we're just so we're just gonna trash it just because she what she said. Like no, that show's not gonna trash. Gonna
0: that's still is it not. Is it it. not so with, with the Gina Carano thing We talked about it when we first started the show um, G- or Cara Dune We didn't know this Until she was already fired Gina Carano was offered a Cara Dune Spinoff on top of Rangers of the New Republic So there she was going to get two shows One of just Cara Dune And then her just having a lead role In Rangers of the New Republic She made some offensive comments Then Disney was like, okay, you're still employed. You can still do Mando season two or season three, whatever. You can still do Rangers, but you're not getting your own spinoff show. You're not going to lead. You will have your other projects with an ensemble. And then once she made the whole, uh, the, 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 the Holocaust comment during the election or the, the campaign, then they took her like, off of Rangers and Republic in general. They just fired her completely. And then it was leaked Mm -hmm. out or revealed or whatever. There was going to be a Cara Dune show on top of it. So Rangers and Republic still happening. We just don't know who's going to fill the role of Cara Dune. If they'll recast her, or if they're just going to have another character step in that slot. Or just not have her there. like Just erase that role, period. From the script or whatever. I think it should be replaced with Hera. I think that'd be cool. To see yeah, that it, it's
2: gonna be something, right? Because you just go like you can't keep delaying the stuff. And I, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm excited for Book of Boba Fett. I, I, that's about as uh, as much investment as I want to put in Star Wars right now. Just one step at a time. <laughs> just one, just just little baby steps, man. Once December hits here and I see it, I go cool, awesome. I'll stay excited for other stuff. Fair
0: enough, um, Harold. Any comments on the Rogue Squadron delays? You said no.
3: Well No, I don't really know anything about it either. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so. I will, I will say <laughs> this, dude. So basically useless.
1: <laughs> this is Harold's world. We're just living in it. As much as I hate Star Wars right now, I know when the next trailer pops up for Mando three or whatever, I'll, I'll be hyped for it. You know. Yeah, but you know, just right now, why not hate on it, man?
3: I mean, I like Star Wars, but my only information only comes from the video games, so...
1: That's all the information you need, Harold. That's the only thing that yes. has never let you down.
0: Yeah. Um, the last piece of news we have this week, uh, 13 MCU films are hitting Disney Plus in a unique way. We're getting them in IMAX format, including Shang-Chi, which is pretty cool, considering that's the next title to come out for Disney Plus. Um... How do you feel about this, Daniela? I think it's cool we're seeing the format put on a streaming service like this for the public.
1: Why yeah, not? I think I think my TV settings are wrong because I'm getting this full format when I'm watching it. It's not. <laughs> like out it takes yet. up. No, like I know, but it takes up the whole screen already on my TV. So, I have the picture like zoomed in. I think I don't have black bars when I watch these movies. Oh, yeah, I something's wrong with my TV. I, I messed it up. It's all right. <laughs> I just have to go back and change the aspect ratio, and then I'll, I'll be able to see everything. I'm excited for it. I think it was a cool thing they did, though. You know? It's I mean, a neat little bonus. Why not? Yeah, are they going to make the picture any better, though? They're already on 4K.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Whenever they did, yeah. um, it was right after, right before Disney Plus came out, whenever they re-released the, uh, the Six Star Wars movies in 4K, they did all the MCU in 4K, too. Okay. And well, it's probably my TV, dude, because
1: because it's blown up. I probably am seeing the pixels. That's why.
0: They, I, yeah. Scale it
1: to the size I need. Yeah. That's that's on me, but that's on me. It's good. It's it's
0: it's cool though. It's cool. You know. They were doing the same thing with the Pixar films too. I got like all the first three Toy Stories in 4K. Um, I also got like Wall-E, which looks great in 4K. They've been backlogging. They'll do a couple a month. Yeah. Um, for. Them. But uh, good for them. Any comments on these this IMAX
2: format news? I'm not excited for that. I uh, my TV is um, like 1080p, so I, I don't really get like the gist of like everything. Uh, but this like excites me to want to get a bigger one just because I do like the um, kind of like smoothing that comes with like the IMAX treatment with some of these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, what movie was I watching? Oh, I've been watching like the the Harry Potter movies. Okay, right on like like on like this like new 4K ratio, and it looks amazing. So I just go, like, I'm sure it'll look... Like, the Marvel movies in that kind of format, I'm sure it's going to look just as good. Yeah, for sure, man. Um,
0: Harold, what about you? Any any final comments on this last piece of news? I
3: think it's really cool. I think I'll have to probably upgrade my TV to get the full effect of it, because my TV's not going to be able to do it. But, yeah, it's really cool. Really good turn on it.
2: Yeah, I think it's what
0: definitely
2: you? A nice. Oh, what was that, Mark? I was just saying, like, what about you? Like, are you, like... Like, as far as, like, your TV and everything, are you, like, uh, set up for, like, like the 4K and everything? Yeah, I do have a 4K TV. Um,
0: I, it's perfectly set up for, for stuff like this. I'll definitely check it out, at the very least. Um, you know, it's a cool bonus. I don't know why they're only doing the 13 films, though. Um, maybe those are the only 13 that were filmed with IMAX cameras? I'm looking forward to to see more into it, and hopefully, we'll see this go with other movies, other than just the the Marvel stuff, on Disney Plus. Maybe other streaming services will go this route too. You know, just as a bonus. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. It's just kind of uh, it, it's just a feature, you know.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I, I was
2: reading somewhere that I guess because they're only this is the 13 that they like own as far as like a contract. It's concerned, so mm-hmm. like it's D13 that for sure can always stay on Disney Plus. Because there's other Marvel movies that are still play like on TNT and are still on other like streaming services. And yeah. so I think when we can revert back fully to Disney Plus and stay on there, I'm sure they'll they'll get the IMAX treatment as well. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But that's gonna wrap up for news
0: this week, guys. Let's go ahead and talk shows. Like last week, there just isn't a lot for shows because Disney Plus doesn't have any streamings going on right now, so Danilo, how's uh, Dopesick this week? Did you watch it? Yeah, I
1: am. Fucking phenomenal, dude. Um, eight episodes, and then it, so next week I believe is a series finale. Um, it's fantastic. Someone died in this episode. Rest in peace to them. Great show. I'm, I'm loving it, dude. I'm I'm truly just loving this show. Like I say, every year, every time I talk about it. If you like the investigation part. If you like family life and you like to watch an empire rise, this is the show for you. Like it really, like it's it's just, it's put together so nice. The stories all weave together and intertwine somehow. It's fantastic. It really is. Rosario Dawson can't act though. I'm sorry. She can't still, she's <laughs> still, she's not good in this. She's, I'm, I'm hearing monologues. I'm hearing her try to act and it's just not good. Fair enough. I'll give it a shot. Soon. I've just been behind on movies. Yeah, yeah. It's all good, man. It's all good. Hour-long episodes, which I'm never a fan of, but it's what I watch before I go to work. So you know.
0: There you go. Um, up next, stream of the week, which is also for you this week, Danilo. What do you What do you got for us this week? Dude, I have wanted to watch this movie
1: so bad because of like TikTok and Instagram when they talk about like top five acting performances and shit like that. When they show you know movies or whatever clips. So the movie I chose this week is Brothers, available on Peacock, if you get that. I just bought all of Peacock, dude, because fuck it, you know. I, wa- I got to watch The Office. Got to watch my comfort show. Yeah. That's what you anyway. about that. <laughs> and, yeah,
0: dude. Yeah, okay. I was on something last night, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you were just breaking down how Michael feels when he's dropping yeah. off Holly in Utica. I think he said Daryl was a real good friend to him <laughs> or something. I was like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" <laughs>
1: all right, all right, brothers. Jim Sheridan, um, <laughs> two brothers, Jake Gyllenhaal and Toby Maguire. Speaking of Spider-Man, and Natalie Portman, all in it. Uh, Toby and Jake are brothers. Toby goes to war and he becomes a PLW. Natalie Portman thinks he died, so she starts to see the brother of who's um jake gyllenhaal everything's going nice everything's going good between them you know uh however toby comes back from being in a pow camp and he thinks that natalie portman and jake gyllenhaal are sleeping together um obviously you'll see if that was the case or not and you'll see what he wrestles with because he does wrestle with ptsd after being from the pow uh camp one of toby mcguire's best performances of his entire life jake gyllenhaal always phenomenal in this role natalie Portman did amazing as well it's a good movie um go in there blind if you can if you haven't seen it or heard of it um i know that's kind of contradictory since i just gave a bit of a spiel about it but watch the movie i enjoyed it only 105 minutes too so not too long you know this is the one where like toby has like a shaved head and he's screaming yep yep And and he destroys the kitchen and shit yeah
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a, this is a pretty interesting movie, man. Give give it a watch. Yeah, it's been on my list for a minute. and I know what you're talking about. Uh, before we go further, I believe your tweet said and I direct a quote: Michael was blindsided, and no one should feel like that. Hit him like a truck, but Michael was a good guy. <laughs> <sighs> also, Daryl, a weird one for driving Mike and cheering him up. Yeah, you were fucked, dude. <laughs> Oh boy. Um one last thing I want to talk about before we go to hey, a break for this week.
1: We all have we all have a jan before we get to our holly. Oh
0: boy. One last thing I want to talk about before we go ahead and do our break. Um I went to a screening the other day, dude, for Greg Sestero, I uh, you know, co star of the room. His new his directorial debut actually, his new film called Kay. Miracle Valley. I went to an advanced screening of that last week with a couple friends of mine, Steve and Mark. Um, yeah, it, it was an experience. It looked like it was fun, dude. Dude, this, I think, is the best experience I've ever had in a movie theater. It was a double feature Q&A of his new film, Miracle Valley, and The Room. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about Miracle Valley. I thoroughly enjoyed The Hell. I got a lot of love and a lot of passion into that movie. I'd love to do a full episode on it. Maybe we can get Greg on the show. I spoke to him in person about it. Seemed a little bit interested. Let's see what we can do. Tweet at us if you want Greg Sestro to come on and talk Miracle Valley. But And tweet at Greg. Tweet at Greg. And yeah, tweet too. at Greg. We gotta let that man know. We need him on Galaxy of Film. But what I want to talk about is this screening of the room. First time I'd been to one of these screenings. I'd seen the room prior. Holy shit, dude. This was the funniest thing I've ever experienced. Every long shot of the Golden Gate Bridge, people were screaming. And meanwhile, in San Francisco, every time a door was open it wasn't closed, the entire theater is screaming for people to shut the damn door because they're not paying the fucking AC bill. Whenever it was a football toss, people were counting down. There was two guys that got up and were throwing a football over the audience whenever there was football scenes in the movie. During the sex scene, people were cheering on to see Tommy Wiseau's ass. Um, There's a specific scene where this random dude just walks into Tommy's house and gets a blowjob on his couch. We're just screaming for this woman to go down on him. It made no sense, dude, how fun this fucking thing was. We're throwing spoons at each other and shit, dude. A fucking damn riot of an experience. If you have a chance to go see the uh, the room in theaters... Go, you will not regret it for a single fucking second. Uh, 10 out of 10 experience, dude. Fucking fantastic.
2: And
1: but, before we before we go, I'll real go. quick, uh uh-huh. we have the Instagram Live. I reviewed Ted Lasso all of season two because yeah. I was too lazy to be on LFG and do it. So I said, Fuck it,
0: Instagram Live it, and that's what we did. So check that out. Yep, go ahead for it, I guess. But uh, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break before we talk about Marvel's Eternals and Antlers and go over the rating system if you're not familiar with it. We'll be right back guys. Oh hi Mark. The Galaxy of Film rating system is based off planets featured within the Star Wars films. From our highest rating to lowest, here's the order in which we rate these films. Number five. Curzon, the entire planet is one big
3: city. Number four. Hey. Bespin, it's pretty far, but I think we
0: can make it. Mining colony? Yeah, Tavana gas mine. Number three.
1: Like you did by the lake on Naboo?
0: Number two. That's your course for the hot system. And lastly, number one.
1: Gotta get back to Jakku.
0: Back to Jakku!
2: Why does everyone want to go back to Jakku?
0: Alright, and we're back from our quick break. We're going to go ahead and talk about Marvel's Eternals. Uh, Mark did not get a chance to watch Eternals. He's come back for Antlers, just so you guys know. But, Danilo, go ahead and give us the breakdown of Eternals. What a movie. Okay. Um, we open up with the Eternals
1: coming to Earth. From a Celestial saying, go to Earth and fight the Deviants. And the Eternals fight the Deviants. And then we jump to, like, present day. And we see one of our Eternals get attacked by a Deviant. And then we have all the Eternals... We have, I don't know her name, but the Green Eternal, Pixie, who cares, Pixie or whatever are there chilling in London, and then fake Superman comes in, that Eternal who's blue, and he he kills the Deviant, or wounds him. And so now their mission is to gather up all the Eternals because the Deviants are back. We jump back in time, and we see... How the Eternals split up. They got into a little fight. One guy wanted to go this way. The other Eternals wanted to go this way. And you're like, oh, fuck. Here we go again, buddy. Here we go again. Then the Eternals all catch up. And we're like, all right, we got to stop the Deviants. We can stop them. However, we find out that the Celestial created the Eternals and the Deviants only so he can make more Celestials. And you're like, okay. Plot twist. We keep on going on, keep on going on. The Eternals are ready to stop the Celestial, you know. They're like, we ain't doing this, we love Earth. And everyone's all like, woo, go Eternals. Except for fake Spider, except for fake Superman. He's like, fuck my people, and fuck everyone else. I'm a Celestial for life. I'm like, um, buddy, I don't think that's the winning team. Anyway, though, they stopped the Celestial from coming up. There's a fucking Celestial hand and half of a face just protruding from Earth at the end of this. Um... I don't know what the hell our fake Galactus said to the Eternals at the very end, where he grabbed them all and he said something to them. Fix the audio or have the people talk in English. And then... Fake Superman left. And then we had um, Kit Harrington's character become the knight. And that was it. Yeah!
0: Um... Wow, what? Um, this was a movie. So, um, on the show, we've talked about before how our hype just kind of oh, died for this.
1: Hold up, uh, hold okay. up. Okay, all right.
0: You know how you have awful
1: theater experiences? Yeah. I had my first awful experience. Okay. I'm getting over a cold. I don't want to sit next to anyone, you know? I want to be respectful of everyone's privacy. I am struggling this entire movie to hold my coffin. Cause this movie is like three hours, including the previews. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there like crying. Eyes are like watering down. I'm holding in my cough. It was awful, dude. I was half paying attention to the movie and half trying to like not think ever think that I'm like infected with the COVID-19 buddy.
0: <laughs> anyway, keep going with whatever you're saying. Dude. Um, that point? So, you know how we, you and I have been very vocal about how our hype's just being killed for this fucking movie. You know, from even a couple weeks ago when we had JR on, the thing got spoiled for us at the Aftercredit scene. Yeah. Sick. For whatever reason, Marvel is premiering these <laughs> things week, or weeks early. Like, just with Venom 2 as well. Um, the trailer looked boring as shit. It didn't look comical. You know, the jokes that, that we did see in the trailers, they didn't land, I should say, more than anything. Um, the first trailer was good. No, I don't think the first trailer was good either. See, it I liked the first trailer. I I because it didn't
1: look like it's regular MCU movie, I liked it. The second trailer made it look like a regular MCU
0: movie and that's when my head fell off. Yeah, I didn't think any of the trails looked good. I felt like visually like, okay, we're getting somewhere for once. Okay, okay. Um, other than that, like I don't it didn't look interesting to me. The the thing the only interest I had, the only curiosity I had from that first trailer was, okay, why aren't we seeing these characters interact during the, the blip during the whole Thanos situation? That was my, that was my main interest to see, like, how does this tie into the greater universe? Yeah. And not just from this point forward, <laughs> but from where they've been previously and not just the behind the scenes. Oh, well, this is the bullshit reason why i I thought we were going to see moments in time with them having, um, um, almost appearances throughout the other MCU projects. Okay, I know what you're saying. Like, different, like, them at, at other
1: events
0: within the yeah. MCU, possibly. Like, maybe Blackbass.
1: Ultron's blowing up shit in Sokovia, and one of them's chilling on Sokovia, and they're like, all right, we gotta get out of here. We can't be That, involved.
0: or they're in their ship watching the stuff in Sokovia. Yeah, yeah, I Like, seeing you, I reactions you. to some of the stuff happening. Yeah. You know, I was hoping for something like that. I wanted an explanation within the MCU. Not just a bullshit backstory going on, um, Harold. W- how what was your hype like for Eternals? Before so you went into this movie, what were you expecting? What were you hoping for?
3: So when I seen the trailer, I I didn't know anything about the Eternals, so I was kind of interested in seeing it. Mm-hmm. Like you, I thought they were gonna explain where they were through the events of the whole MCU. Thing of Thanos, I thought they were gonna explain that. So I was, I was just really excited to see a Marvel movie about characters I never knew nothing about, and I was wondering how it was gonna tie to the actual MCU. But it was, it was a little boring. Even the seven people I went to go see it with all said it was, it was pretty bad. And people wow. who, who knew. Who knew the Eternal said it was it was it was boring. Like I was probably the one to watch my friends who enjoyed it a little bit more, but I still say it wasn't all that interesting. There was a lot a whole lot of talking over action, which is okay in some sense, but yeah, it was it was pretty dull.
2: Um
0: okay. You you bring up the the character thing, so my one of my concerns was well, I don't even want to call it a concern, man. I knew nothing about these fucking characters walking into this movie, dude. I know nothing about Marvel. Yeah, you've yeah, you have no clue of any of this backstory. Yeah, stuff. you don't know the comic. I even accuracy. I even
1: texted you. I'm like, isn't Galactus a celestial?
0: Yeah, ma- exactly. So my whole thing is this: I'm walking into this like with trying to keep high hopes. With okay, I knew nothing about the Guardians of the Galaxy. James mm-hmm. Gunn made me f- fall in love with these characters. They made me care for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after seeing something like Infinity War and Endgame, I know that this, the overwhelming amount of characters between having some screen time and having a tremendous amount of screen time, I know they can be balanced. But it takes a special kind of, it it takes a special kind of care to balance these characters out. You know, there has to be some chemistry between the director and the actors. You know, Mm -hmm. there has to be actual effort put into it. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, are we going to be able to recreate that? Because this is ten characters. It's not like five, like Guardians. We're we're talking double for introducing people. Yeah. Can this director somehow find a balance between the attention that James Gunn brought them in the balance of the Russo brothers? And that didn't fucking work in this movie, whatsoever. Um, so I want to go one by one with each of the Eternals and kind of ask how you guys thought your thoughts on this each individual character um, whether it be an actor performance or just if you cared for the character itself you know away from the acting um, Yeah. Hey, let me just sum it up real quick man here's what happened this and he,
1: what I think happened, happened she has no um, what do you call it no background with big projects like this Okay. You know, she didn't do a little small sci-fi indie film. She didn't do anything like she didn't do that, you know. What she did was like The Rider, which was like a real personal story about a horse, you know, where it's just character development. Nomadland, which is character development. All those movies are great. Both of those are great. And I think it was like one writer and her. This movie had six writers, dude. Yeah, Why? I don't know what's going on. Why? Either. And it felt like to me they didn't trust her with that, with, you know, helming this big project. She didn't need to write it, though, dude. You only needed one person to write the story, two at most. Mm-hmm. And then she directs it. You know, she consults with you, all that shit. It felt like they didn't trust her to even do any of that. So they brought in all these writers to try and help her with it. And it turned into this hot mess of they don't know which direction they're going with it. Because sometimes we do get character development with the green uh, Power Ranger, with uh, fake eyes, Superman, you know, it feels like we do get that. And then at those times where we get with the A24 kid and the deaf girl, you know, mm-hmm. we're getting those moments, but we needed those throughout the entire movie and we didn't. It tried to be an MCU film, but then it didn't try to be an MCU film. And then it did try to be an MCU film. And it felt like there were too many cooks in the kitchen, man. It felt like we were just pulling shit from our asses at times. And I think that's what the big problem was with this movie. They don't—they didn't know what they were doing with it. They had too many people on, working on it, you know, and, and it didn't benefit them.
0: i, I can agree with that. They had way too much. Too many hands in pot. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Too many kitchens. Ki- cooks in the kitchen. Whatever the
0: saying goes. Yeah. Um, ask let's...
1: about. Ask us about the Eternals, though, buddy. Yeah. Each I want to talk one... about them.
0: Um, let's throw with Icarus, who and again, I had no opinions on these characters going into this thing. Um Icarus reminded me of Off Brain Homelander from the Boys.
1: Is that fake fake Superman with the eyes? Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh fucking hated this guy.
1: Whoa, okay, dude. Sit down, bud.
0: I hated this character. He was aggravating the whole fucking time. I thought, um The only That's thing. That's how he should be, right? Well, that means he's a good character. I, no, I didn't think it, it was good like good writing or anything. I think the acting was aggravating. I think the performance was aggravating. I did not give a single fuck about this character. I thought from a writing standpoint, the betrayal how it's revealed that he killed Ajax, who's played by Salma Hayek, who we'll talk about in a second. I think it's kind of neat we get that because we don't really get too many betrayals in MCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they are, they're kind of lackluster, so I thought, okay, at least this one is trying to play as a twist later on, Mm -hmm. compared to it being like a midpoint plot twist. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, dude. I I hear you. I hear you. I didn't care that he killed Ajax. I simply did not give a single fuck about this character. I didn't care for the love interest he had of uh, Cersei's. You're treading the, on thin waters, there, buddy. You're treading on thin waters. I thought the sex scene was really awkward, more than anything. That's exactly right. We'll get to that later on. We'll, we'll, we'll put a pin yeah. in the sex scene. I did not fucking care for this guy. Okay, um, Harold. How about you, man?
3: Nah, I didn't like him. I didn't like his attitude, like towards a lot of stuff. You know, and then it was just like, um, I was wondering. The whole time when um, his love interest, like, he just left without saying anything. Yeah. That Captain Movie Full Loop from the beginning, even before the whole big reveal, I was like, that was weird. He just had me thinking, like, wow, oh, that's a real. I thought that was a bad movie even before the reveal turned out that he was a bad guy. So it was just like, terrible. I didn't like his character either. Thank you, man. And it like... it's just like, after all that, he just turned back, comes back, and then making all these jokes to her new about her new love interest trying to get back with her it was just like really terrible
0: and I'm pretty sure we've all heard the story of the actual Icarus you know, the guy that flew too close to the sun
1: Did I took mythology failed it can't tell you anything about it
0: yeah I his death scene I, I guess is poetic because he literally does the fucking thing I didn't care for it either oh I missed
1: that I thought he went somewhere
0: no he <laughs> killed himself no yeah he ran into the sun
1: wow um okay all right let me talk about Icarus I guess yeah go for it I'm sorry dude I really am but you know what I'm gonna say you know what I'm gonna say dude I like these little love stories that they put in these things and I so I didn't mind that part of it I I thought his acting wasn't too good um the twist was would have been nice if he sold it um I I did like like Harold said like, she, the Green Power Ranger was like, he left. Uh, like, aren't we going to see that? We, we didn't see him leave you, and we really don't see your relationship. All we see is sex. Yeah. So, if I'm 10 years old and I'm thinking that's how a great relationship is, it's just sex. That that That's really not a great relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. We don't, like, we see a bit more of them, like, you know, holding hands and going through the things and shit like that. But we need to see more of it. And, and like I said, man, it just didn't seem like they, they were putting too much into <laughs> each character. And not enough, like, character time, if that makes sense. You know. This movie's so exposition heavy. It is, and it doesn't do anything, do any- though. Exactly. It's flat exposition. It's not advancing the plot. And for you know? thousands of years worth, too. Like... I don't know that he has a great relationship with Selma Hayek's character until he finds her in North Dakota when they go together, and he cries, or he's upset
0: when he kills her. Yeah, I couldn't fucking tell you. I didn't know they even were friends, other than being in Eternal together. Anyway, next character. Your next character is Selma Hayek's character, (laughs) Ajax. Sick! (laughs) For, Um, what, fucking five minutes of the film? She's brilliant in this fucking movie, dude. Great acting, Salma! I love Salma Hayek. I do. And I thought she's one of the better Eternals in this movie. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's because of her limited screen time. Did I care that she was dead? Not one bit. Nope. Uh, Her flashbacks were cool, I guess. I would have liked to have seen her powers utilized. Other than the one fight scene? Yeah. I, yeah, dude. She's not fucking utilized in this movie. I like her only because it's Salma Hayek. And I like her as an actress. So a- she, she felt underused. She was trying to
1: be the mother figure holding everyone together. We only see that one time. Do we need to see it more? No, I don't think so. But it could have been done better. Where we have more time with her... With all the other other Eternals, mm-hmm. not just, like, three times. Just and give me some more them.
0: one-on-one scenes, at least. I want to see an actual a mother relationship between each individual yeah, th-
1: that that that's it right there. I need to see more of the mother relationship between every character. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you how I felt like this movie should have gone w- once we wrap it up. But I, I think we could have made this movie a lot better by taking some stuff out.
0: Do you have any other comments on Ajak? No. What I hear oh, no. what do you got?
3: I was about to say which one was that again?
0: Somehayek.
3: Just because not enough screen time. I don't have enough information to like or dislike her. So. Hey,
0: exactly. That's fair, that's fair. Um up next is Makari, I think is how you say her name. She's the, the deaf woman in this. Um, I didn't mind Under- her again because she's underused. Yep.
1: Yep. Yes, she is. The relationship she has between the guy who can like mind control people. Yeah. Was a great relationship. I when they know were that. together looking at each other. Like you could tell she calmed him down and he was the only one she was the only one that he cared about, you know. Like it was a good the chemistry's there relationship. The chemistry's there too. Because they're doing sign language, you know? And I'm not saying emotion can't be put in the sign language. But they made it look like emotion was put behind sign language, which was nice to see. Mm-hmm. But we got two scenes with them, and it's just them greeting each other. Yeah, just severely underused. She was a great character, dude. Like, look at her act. She had the better act when action sequences than all the other Eternals did when she was fighting fake Superman.
0: Yeah, the only thing... Um... It's CGI was a bit odd.
1: rough
0: at sometimes. Yeah, I was about to say when she's yeah. looking for the, the the spot where the celestial is supposed to like come out of the earth. Yeah,
1: that that was how I was referring to. Yeah, yeah.
0: that does look bad, but it's also funky how her she can go that fast. Oh, she can literally go around the earth in a second, kind of thing. It, it was just it felt a little too much compared to the other speeds or stuff in the MCU we've seen. Yeah. Like of quicks. I
1: don't even think I need to see that to be honest with you. Yeah, um, but
0: Harold, what about you? What What do you think of what was her name, Makari? Makari. I I just wish she was used more. I hopefully, if we see and we'll get to that later, if we see these characters again, I want her up front next yeah. time.
3: Yeah, I think she was a really good character, and I did like I did appreciate the relationship she had with the Mike Dolan guy. I was really blown away when she just um outraged and tried to fight the fight um Icaris one on one. She was just like after he after he took her love interest out, she was just man, that that was a good scene. She just That was you know, they that in was. and started fighting him by herself. That was pretty cool. Mm. I can't that. She was a really good character.
0: Um up next we have Fastos who's played by Brian Hyrie Henry. Um, I like this character. He has the ability to basically create inventions. Yeah, he's like Hephaestus, basically. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty cool thing. Um, he's like a a superhero Leonardo da Vinci in a sense. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was very interesting. Again, know nothing about these characters, so everything's brand new to me. I love Brian Tyree Henry as an actor. Funny thing, he's, um, he's also from my hometown. He's from Fayetteville, which is pretty cool. As Travis Scott would say, it's lit. You know, I love Midalena. He was the best part about, uh, aside from the main star, one of the better parts of the Mark Campbell Child's Play film. Um, he has a small cameo in Joker as well. He's the guy in Arkham Asylum that pulls the records up, that walks in, yeah, yeah. smacks against the window. Yeah. I like Brian Tyree Henry. I think Fastos' character is cool. Probably my favorite of the Eternals is Fastos, just because it's Put- so out there.
1: For the little screen time he has, he makes it count, and the writing made it count, too. Mm. Like, they took a character and gave him an arc real quick, and we saw a great interaction with him with Selma Hayek's character. Mm. Him watching, going to Hiroshima, watching the bomb go off and shit. Oh, I love that scene. That was great. That's what I'm saying. That's great character development there. He makes stuff. He's pushing humans to Mm. make technology... Well, and his technology turned into, like, one of the most deadliest things ever. And he has to live with that. And I thought that was, I thought that was great. I like, almost forgot about that character scene character for a
0: second. We needed more of those motherly scenes of that. This is one of the only examples we get that yes. of Salma Hayek's character is that Hiroshima scene. Yes. Abs- and, and we see him developing on why he is now, why he is right now.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? So, it was it good. is I, fight I, I against Icarus
0: so. is pretty cool, too. That's not right. But yeah, he's my favorite of the Eternals so far. Um, didn't, let me ask you this. So this, a lot of people are making this a bit of a big deal because he, I think he's the first gay character in the MCU or like openly gay, which is cool. Um, his representation is there. It's an awesome thing. They're finally doing it. What well, just felt so odd to me, and maybe it was just, maybe I looked too much into it. Did, did, um, did his reaction to the kiss scene like look weird? To you at all? Whose reaction? To like him um kissing ha, the what, guy? He's kissing his husband, yeah. No? It looked like-, like he was just squinting his eyes really weird like. Oh, no, I, I didn't notice. I just.
1: I was like, I just thought they were kissing. I don't know. Oh, it just threw. I thought it was almost kind of funny,
0: honestly. Oh, I, th- it did. I don't know. Oh. But, yeah, I like Fastos. It was cool. His son's funny too. I don't remember yeah, it's his always, kid's name. His son was fucking funny. Um Harold, any, any comments on Fastos?
3: Yeah, he was he was a really good character. Um I look yeah, I like how he's the one who who pushes the future t- futuristic technology. You know, mm. really good. And his fight scene was was pretty dope, how he held Icarus down. That long period of time, was just like I wanted to clip your wings for a long time. I thought that was pretty cool. He's a really yeah, cool it player. was
0: a sick line. <laughs> you know who yeah, I can like- kind of compare Fastos to in a sense? Who, buddy? Who? Tommy, um, Job the Hut. N- <laughs> I was going to say Hawkeye because he has—he's one of the only characters in this franchise where he's like family grounded and oriented. <laughs> yeah, but I still think it's kind of funny, even though it's almost ten, or ten years now we've been developing Hawkeye's family. I gave more of a fuck about this guy's family than Hawkeye's. <laughs> that's exactly right, brother. That's exactly right. <laughs> his kid's funny. But, All right, next, uh, next, next Power Ranger. <laughs> uh, next is Gilgamesh, uh, the guy that's watching Angelina Jolie, who is killed by the Deviant and the Deviant absorbs his energy. We'll get to the Deviant later on. Uh, couldn't give a fuck about this guy. I thought yep, he was cool I could for a little fuck bit. Fuck him.
1: But, fucking, Yeah. Would have loved to see more character development of him and Angelina Jolie bonding after he takes Thank her in. Thank you. Um, that would have been nice to see. I guess we just said, fuck that. Let's just show one scene and then show them holding hands by a fucking tree.
0: Yeah, I agree. F- couldn't and that fuck.
1: was it. That was it. And then he died. So, okay. Um,
3: Harold. Which is really terrible because that's my favorite Eternal. <laughs> His favorite eternal dies. Yes, I I took him. like like Miguel Mesh from the very beginning. I like I like his power, really cool, and I like how he watches over Angelique Jolie's character. You know, I think he had he had one of the the funniest. What's everyone doing after all these years being a cook? And you know that those, those scenes are really funny. I was really upset that he died so early on. You know. Mm. I was just like, wow. My favorite one is the one that dies like so early. But yeah, he's really cool. My favorite one.
1: Well, I agree with that. I mean, he was a... He's a good favorite character. I just want to see more of him. I don't understand why we didn't see more of him. Everyone was underused in this just next Power Ranger. For a movie
0: that's almost three fucking
1: hours, everyone's
0: underused.
1: Next Power Ranger. Yeah,
0: uh, next is Kingo uh mind control guy no the guy with the guns uh, who had the secretary the, the guns what the, f- the, <laughs> the diamond, little, yeah, remember him. little guns don't like it power.
1: oh fucking kumal yeah, yeah Kum- but, uh, the, the actor guy right yeah.
0: yes the actor that,
1: i like that dude i thought that was funny i liked his friend i thought that whole get bit was funny um i hate kumal though I i hate him as a person and as a character so i couldn't care
0: less don't care for him as an actor. I thought the character was funny up until that final act when he just bitched out. And it's just, okay, I'm leaving. Sick one. Yeah, no, I don't like his character either. Yeah, that was kind of... St- what? Next? Ask
1: Harold. Yeah, Harold, hey, Harold any comments was, on that
0: guy? Thanks, <laughs>
1: Power Ranger. He, I
3: mean, his his little gunpowder was cool. I thought he was more funny than anything else. The guy that was on it was pretty funny, too. I like the the recurring gag of him having multiple cameras out there. Keep getting them destroyed. That was pretty funny. Had me laughing so much.
1: Yeah, that was funny. And she's like, how many cameras do you have or whatever? And he's like, back up or whatever? (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, then he was just
3: like, I'm not going to choose sides. I'm just going to walk away. That was pretty, like, dang, really, dude? Yeah. Yeah, I
0: thought his secretary was better than the actual character of Kingo. Yep. Um, Up next is Angelina Jolie's uh, Athena. Um, Personally, I think the whole losing control and turning on your whole team thing is really interesting. We don't really see that much in the MCU other than Gamma Hulk, Mage of Ultron, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, By far the most interesting character, I think, in this whole thing. Uh, Not necessarily power wise, but just that whole relationship that she's losing control over herself due to her memories kind of, like, overpowering her brain, um, it just isn't explored enough. Like, we see it, but it's not... Ex- this is the one exposition thing that's just not heavy, is with her character. I want to know what's going through her mind during this thing. I want to see it throughout more of this. We get it a couple times. It, it, it's just substance, or it's just style of her substance of that character. But, I mean... I, I like wish Angelina saved this. Jolie. I, I wish you saved this
1: one in the end. Because here's what I thought. When, when that started to happen, here's where I thought the direction we were going in. And here's how I wanted it to go at the end of the film. Angelina Jolie's character was the perfect scapegoat... For seeing what these characters did for a thousand fucking years. So, okay. Let's see that. Let's see the Eternals. And the way we end this movie... Is with the big reveal that Celestials build the Deviants and the Eternals, and then that's it. So now we already set up Eternals two, and they have to stop the Celestial from taking from expl- imploding Earth, and stop the Deviants again.
0: Mm-hmm. But what
1: you, we could have shown was just you know them going out fighting Deviants, you know, throughout the thousand years, all through Angelina Jolie's mind. You know, we oh. see those flashbacks constantly, you know, where, yeah, the Deviants are coming back. Okay, we round up the Eternals, but while we're rounding up the Eternals, we're seeing Angelina Jolie's flashbacks to see how they broke up to begin with and how they're now coming back together. So when they all come back together at the end, it's a lot more, wow, I actually give a shit about these characters. and not like, well, it's just a typical MCU film. They're coming together no matter what. No, Nothing's going to stop them,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
1: and then we get the big reveal that the Celestials, you know, are are gonna implode Earth, and then they're like, "All right, now that our teams together, let's let's divide a, let's get a plan going, and let's stop that." And then cut to black. Eternals two. See, I'm I should be working at that studio. I, I have a better pitch than this entire fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk about Angelina Jolie's character. Really would have loved to see more of her, except for the five minutes I get. Harold, what about you
0: for Tina?:
3: Her character was her character was really cool. Like you said, it was a little bit you know underused, unexplored. I do think it was a really great concept of it was like battle, like memory and purpose, so it was just like, you know, while she was the only one experiencing this, it was really interesting to see to see every time she tried to turn on them. It was really cool. I I really enjoyed, you know, the times that happened, and then fighting the, um, uh, I forgot what those monsters are called, fighting the monster at the end, and, and, you know, she kills it. The human deviant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even after pretending to be Gilgamesh, she still was able to kill it before it took her powers. That was, it was really cool. You know, really good character. Like you said, maybe, maybe the movie could have been longer or they could have explored more of this. so Yeah, you know, We can like the character more, but I'm pretty satisfied with it.
0: Okay. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Up next, I don't even know his fucking name, the mind control guy. I hated this character in every scene other than the, the scenes of uh, Makari. Yeah, yeah. Literally only cared about their relationship together. Yeah. Uh, I've already seen Mind Control in the MCU with Wanda. This guy was the reason why the
1: Eternals broke up and we don't get anything... We don't get to see him anymore? Yeah. Okay. He builds an empire and then he... He starts an empire and then we just never see how it ends? Okay.
0: Harold, any comments on this dude?
3: He was... I didn't like him too much. I feel like he, as someone who's seen this a lot of time in different types of shows and movies and animes and cartoons, I feel like he was just one of the characters that had a good purpose but going about it the wrong way, trying to control people, you know, so they would, you know, be safe rather than letting them work the issues out for themselves. I see his point, but at the same time, it was pretty, pretty terrible move, so... I've known those type of characters, but still not my, still not my type. I didn't I really like him, but I can understand where he came from.
0: Fair enough, I suppose. Um, I did
1: like that arc that he had. The, well, not arc, but half of an arc where he was trying to do good, but he just went about it the wrong way. I suppose. <laughs> I, so I, I couldn't
0: care less for him, dude.
1: Well, I, if I saw more of it, I may, I may care more.
0: But I'm saying it interested me but then they never explored it up next. I think this might be my least favorite character Sprite. Um, if the, I guess you can call it an arc, the situation she's in where she wants to be an adult, even though she's thousands of years old to be with Icarus. That felt dirty. It's, it's weird. I thought she was gay. I thought you wanted to be with the Green Power Ranger. Cersei? Yeah. It just felt weird to me, man. Like, I'm not thinking of an age gap with these characters. They're the same age. They just look different, right? They're thousands of years old. (coughs) The fact that they address this and treat it like it's a big age gap is what makes me uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Okay,
1: um me. She was there, and that's all about it. Like I don't, I, I don't. Un-
0: just next one, dude. No, Harold. Any comments on Sprite? Well,
3: considering it took me about forty minutes to realize it was she was a girl, um, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was pretty. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> It was, she, she's an okay character. I can see where her whole bratty attitude come from being a, being a kid and whatever. But at the same time, having having a adult love mindset for Icarus, just like wanting to, not caring about what happens to the earth just because of her love set. It was just like, geez, it makes you realize that love makes you do crazy, really does make you do crazy things regardless. But, yeah, she was, she was a pretty funny character.
0: Uh, okay. If you want to okay. call her fun, sure. <laughs> um, Last of the Eternals, uh, Cersei, who isn't the leader, but becomes the leader. She's the leader that uh, Ajax chose to take forth of the team since uh, Icarus betrayed her. I didn't mind her. She gets the most character development. I liked her quite a bit for the first half. Um, did not care for the love start between her and Icarus. The sex scene was incredibly awkward, in my opinion. Um, he, I would have liked to see an actual relationship, not them just having sex in the sand. That's what threw me off.
1: Same. It, it's weird that it first
0: sex scene in Marvel
1: Marvel history, I could have done without it, actually.
0: Yeah, and I thought her powers were interesting, how she can turn um, objects into something else. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really cool, interesting. Um, I love the green. I thought the green suit looked great. Overall, I like the suits from almost everybody, I think. I did. I think everything was good about the costumes. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and then they got the power-up when they, like, were fully charged. They got, like, a little cape or something with it,
0: you know? Yeah, I saw
1: that. So, uh, I did like her character. Can't tell you why
0: she was chosen
1: the leader, though.
0: That's what I'm struggling to figure out as I'm like, trying to I'm remember this Like, I'm trying
1: movie. to remember it, yeah. And I'm like, why was she the leader again? Did she... She was just
0: chosen.
1: Yeah. um, I thought... We'll talk about positives in a second. Because I do have some positive things about this film. We're not going to be dogging on the film for a whole 40 minutes. Um, I liked her character. I, I did like the relationship between them. I, I, I just do. I, I like those silly relationships. Um, I, I didn't need to see the sex scene, though. Like, we could have alluded to it without showing them on top of each other naked. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I, I felt like that was a bit much, in my opinion. Okay.
0: What about you,
3: uh, uh, Harold? Yeah, the sex scene was uninteresting to me, but the character herself, she, she was pretty cool. I like how she just she's like the typical you know main character that wants to do right. Like, you know, I have love for those type of characters who wants to do what's right for Earth, regardless of. If it seemed like she's being a traitor to her people or, you know, the rest of the Eternals, and she got everyone else to agree that, you know, what was happening was bad. So, you know, I, I feel like for whatever reason she was chosen to be the leader, it turned out good, you know. She's starting out to be a good leader, so I roll with it. It was pretty cool.
0: Um, before sure. we go any further, we like let's talk about Kit Her- Kit Harrington's character. I think his name was Dane. basically uh, the Black Knight. Okay, didn't give a fuck about him in this movie. Forgot he was in this thing ninety percent of the way through. Um, the end. We'll talk end credits in a second. But do you have any thoughts on this dude? I'll, I'll, going along with them, the the human deviant thing was weird. How do you feel about him? I thought that was just stupid. It, it, it it's
1: it was supposed to be like the Blade Runner thing. He gains consciousness.
0: Yeah, but I get that. Since but, we so. don't.
1: I, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it seems it's just a mess, is what this movie is. It is just a mess. Mm-hmm. And since it's a Marvel movie, they can disguise it as a good movie. People will. Some people will think it's an okay movie. But underneath ever all of the spectacle of the Marvel of the MCU movie, it is a hot mess from writing just from writing. That that's where it stems from. Um, Kid Hankin's character, I don't know even know if that was the question. I don't know who the fuck the Black Knight was. I can't tell you if looking at I couldn't tell you by looking at a sword who the fucking character was. I just know it was the black knight because it was spoiled for me on TikTok. Oh, was it? Yes, yeah, so I don't know who the fucking Black Knight is. But, okay.
0: Sick. Couldn't tell you who else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, what are some things you like about this thing, Daniela?
1: Okay, there are things I do like about this film. The directing is phenomenal. Um, All the other directors have... They, it just looks like a MCU story. This director knew what she was doing. Um, maybe not writing wise, but Chloe's hour or whatever. She's an award she's can be award winning director, and it does show in this. <laughs> Even with the editing. When they both go to talk to um fake Galactus, that transition into that like little world or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's sick in my opinion, dude. I think there are a lot of awesome cinematography, you know, cinematic shots in this. That's all good. Um and that's that's it.
0: Yeah, as far as things I, I think, like, dude, um, cinematography I, yeah. can be there for certain parts. I think introducing the Celestials is cool. Okay, uh, like Brian Tyree Henry, Samhain, and I like Cersei. Uh, yes, yeah, that's, that's it. That's all right, dude. Not this all of them are winners. Movie is a mess. I want to like parts of this, dude. I really do. I wanted to like this movie. Uh, Harold, what, what did you like about this thing?
3: I guess just the fact that I learned about new characters, and that was basically it. The movie wasn't all that good, but I'm glad I know a little bit more about the Marvel Universe outside of, you know the regular Avengers and everything that everyone is used to knowing. So getting to know new characters were pretty cool, but the movie could have been better.
0: Yeah, a little that's,
1: bit. That, that's a nice and positive way to work at it. You got to just meet new characters. Pretty much. Okay. I can vibe with that. I can vibe with that.
0: Um, We've already thrown this whole thing, and been talking about what we don't like, so I'm not going to be repetitive and ask again. Let's talk the post-credit scenes. Uh we have Harry Styles as Thanos' brother. I, I'm not familiar with the character again. I don't know Harry Styles as an actor.
1: He's not he's not going to be in the MCU. He's going to be in it for 20 minutes max in the next Eternals movie. He will not and maybe a what if series. He will not be in the MCU. He's going he, he's playing the part of just being the navigator for these Eternals who are left. Pointing them to the new Eternals, and then it's gonna be bye bye Harry Styles and Pat and
0: Oswald. That's my bet. Okay, I'm glad you said that, dude. Did you watch Dunkirk by any chance? Either of you? No. Okay, so I, I don't want to judge him as an actor, because I see him for thirty seconds in this. No. It's not like oh, you know, fucking fantastic. But I'm more conservative character wise. Yeah, yeah. Um, I th- I think he's a fine actor. I think I think he'll do fine
1: if he does choose to be in the MCU and the story permits him to be in it for years down the line. I just don't see that. I just see him being a transition character. Yeah, I as well,
0: and that's you know the biggest thing. I I, I don't know it's, why it seems just why why yeah. is the biggest question I have with this entire fucking movie. Is Harry Styles in the movie? Know, like just in general. Why any
1: um, of this? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I want this, mind you. I wanted a movie with characters who I don't know switching up the MCU formula. But they they didn't do it. They didn't do it the way I thought they would.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know. Gosh. Um, the other aftercredit scene with Black Knight, uh, the reveal out of it, I'm not going to see this movie again in theaters. Uh, when it comes out, I'm strictly buying it physically because, guess what? And the other all the other fucking movies in MCU, I'm gonna get physically. So I'll look at the credits when it comes out physically. During the scene, the, the after credits scene with, where the Black Knight opens the yep. chest or whatever, we see mm-hmm. the sword. That yep. voice is apparently Blade. Is what the director said. How am I supposed to know that? Exactly. I don't know if it's Mahershala Ali or not, or if we're just supposed to know it's Blade. Next topic, dude.
1: Next topic. I'll I'll give you my rating. Um. Best uh, Bespin no my bad <laughs> I found its way to boo. you're generous because I'm going straight I, off I think there's <laughs> I think there's some nice things about this movie there's some nice parts but overall it makes me ask the question from any scenes is why like you said just why and like how do we jump from this point to this point what's the point there you know and that's not how an MCU movie made, has made me feel
0: so. Yeah, dude, I'm with Hoth. straight Hoth? Uh dude. <laughs> we, we know, buddy. We know. Yeah, dude, this it's exhausting just fucking talking about this movie, man, because I'm I'm trying to come up with things to like about this as I speak more and more about it. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. had a week to think about this movie. I was gonna say the soundtrack just to say something, but I didn't even care for that. And I, I and you know why I love the score of movies, dude. Yeah, no, man. This it's all right. This Harold, how Evil about War you, man? watch, my opinion. What, what do you period? rate this movie? Three. Naboo. Okay, yeah. More
1: generous more than me. Even more generous than me, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll vibe with it. I'll vibe with it.
3: Just because I got to meet new characters, though. Not really for the story or whatever. Just okay. because it expanded my. Knowledge on the Marvel Universe a little bit more. So I'm happy about that.
0: Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with I that. I feel like Harold has more respect for these characters than the actual writers do for this movie. <laughs> <I> mean, Christ! <laughs> if I'm honest, like, this entire 40 minutes of this movie, Harold's trying to defend these guys. I'm like, I wish Thought I come. could. Yeah.
1: All right, let's let's talk some antlers, buddy. Maybe this will lift our spirits.
0: <laughs> let's go ahead. We're gonna take a quick break for Mark to come back and talk about antlers. Uh, <laughs> we'll be right back, guys. All right, and we're back, and we got Mark now. Buddy, um, let's, Danilo, go ahead and give us the breakdown of antlers. All right. Um, yeah.
1: Buddy and his son is snorting the booger sugar. Well, booger sugar ain't too burgery because here comes the fucking Wendigo, and he knocks you the fuck out, and he bites you. Then we jump five years in the future, and you're like, the fuck is happening? Dude, why am I in a school with Kerry Russell? I didn't know Zori Bliss was in the fucking movie. We keep going on, and we see this demented kid who's... Sorry, my bad, my bad. I retract that statement.
2: A, oh, troubled,
1: time, bro. a troubled young individual who's just a fucking freak, dude. Like, Carrie Russell's character, like, who the fuck is this kid? Anyway, though, we see him, and he's in his little house. Come to find out, he's feeding his dad and brother, who look like they have gone insane. Um... There are mass murders, or not mass murders, but just some murders around the city or town, whatever, and the bodies are just dismantled, like, fucking obliterated. We find out that Carrie Russell's character, you know, checks up on him. She uh, she's, has a, a brother who's a cop. He checks up on the family. We have the principal. He checks up on the family. The principal, like, opens the fucking door, and then the two people leave. Uh, The the dad turned into the fucking Wendigo, and the brother was just getting ready to turn into a Wendigo if the father would turn into one. All while, the son knows that they're family, and the family sticks together, so that's all he's trying to do. Um, While I'm saying this recap out loud, I have come to realize this movie is a pile of shit, but I will still try and give you my fucking (laughs) recap of it. Um... We find out what the hell a Wendigo is. Because they go see some fucking person in the town. Then we see... They all go to their... uh, Jesse Plemons house or whatever. And we see the fucking Wendigo. And he takes back the little uh, fucking troubled young kid. And Carrie Russell then kills the big Wendigo with the fucking pipe. And then she kills a kid. And then the most interesting thing about this movie is... At the very end, they make this kid eat animals when he's not possessed by anything, but he is turned into an animal himself. Um, That has made my mind wander for the past week now, and it is the only thing I really take away from this movie, but we will get into that very shortly. Max, I recommended this movie. Um,
0: What what are your initial thoughts, man? Um, This trailer's been out for a while. Yep, David from have. Piecing It Together made a tweet talking about, oh yeah, this trailer came out what, 2019, I think? Early 2020? Yeah. It stopped premiering in theaters. The trailer. Yep. Until like a month ago. And I was like, oh yeah, this is a movie coming out. I forgot this thing existed. Thought it came out before COVID even hit. Not gonna lie. um, I was hoping for the best. I kind of went in this blind because I forgot about the trailers. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, boy. I went
1: in blind. Did you? Yeah, dude, I didn't know. I, well, I knew it was fucking Wendigo, because it was spoiled in, like, the last trailer they showed, so they could get some butts and some seats and sell some tickets.
0: Yeah, I... God. you remember a few weeks ago...
1: Okay, here we go.
0: On the on our we recording, go. I made a comment saying, it feels weird... Because we had so many weeks talking about good movies back to back, settle down. This movie's fucking horrendous. This is one of the worst things of all year. I fucking hate this. Um, I'm glad Alamo Drafthouse brought the membership back because I wasn't paying to watch this. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, if you paid full price, yeah, fuck, fuck your life. Buddy. I thought the first forty minutes of this were good. So did I, I am a sucker for. Like a small town, like in a like a small mountain town. I yeah, love yeah. the environment of this. I think that's the uh, best part about this movie. And shit's happening in this small town, and everyone's kind of
1: like, "What's going on here?" Exactly. Are we really alone in this small town?
0: I love what Jesse beneath? Love him. I've loved him since yeah. Breaking Bad. Okay. You bye. know, I enjoyed. It. I thought it was hilarious in Jungle Cruise, seeing him go through, um, you know, chase around the wa- r- the rock and Emily Blunt. It was kind of weird, but I liked seeing him in Judas and Black Messiah. That was forever ago. God, dude, we're fucking old. I enjoyed seeing him in that. It was great seeing him again in El Camino. I like him as an actor. I love him. Environment and Jesse Plemons are the only good things about this movie. For the first 40 minutes... I forgot this was a movie called Antlers. I thought this was a possession film. Because the... The black veins going on when we see the brother yeah, and the yeah, father.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Dude, this is a pile of dog shit. In all Mark, honesty, man. How about you, buddy? Yeah, how Mark, give, give us some give us some opinions on this, man. <laughs> how did you feel about about antlers?
2: So I'll be I'll be honest. I went into that movie really high, so that that definitely helped uh, enjoy, or at least my enjoyment of it, because I was going in. I was like, I, I was already excited for it because of the trailers. I was like, I, I'm just curious, and then I forgot about it. I got kind of nervous that it was gonna get treated kind of like. Uh, do you guys remember that movie Saint Maud? We covered yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you remember how like kinda, it got just like dumped on Epics, like it, yeah, it never yeah, really yeah. got like an actual release. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, man, I hope Antlers doesn't get like that same treatment because I'm sure it'll probably cost money to try to market that movie again. Then I got. Then I saw that it was actually out. I was like, perfect. Went in. Um enjoyed it, I think, all the way up until, like, the last maybe 20 minutes. And I was like, all right, this movie, I could just probably walk away and I would already guess what's going to happen. Um, after that, the, all the stuff beforehand, though, was pretty pretty interesting, at least. I'll say that much. Um, and then as far as, like, the, the Wendigo stuff, all that stuff, like, I didn't know anything about that going into it. So, like, that was kind of, like, a cool... ...thing, like, watching that and going, oh, okay, this is, like, some real shit. Like, there's actual stories about this thing. So, that was a little plus. I don't know. What did you guys feel like? What else did you guys at least enjoy about it?
1: I I like the mythos. I like the mythology around the Wendigo. I thought that was the strongest thing they had going for it. And I thought they were... I thought they had a great build-up to it. To the very end. Um, where we get to see it, like, fully fleshed, you know? To be honest, dude, I was happy I saw that kid... ...who was a bully, get absolutely fucking demolished. Oh, in the woods? Yeah. Yeah, dude! That was fucking sick! This, like, fucking deer thing just comes out and obliterates this kid, dude! Mm-hmm. And they showed it in the background and it's blurred? Get the fuck out of here, director! Show me that! Show me this kid get fucking bodied! Anyway, though. I thought that was cool. How... It's not an instant takeover... You know, we see, like, the horns come out of his fucking mouth, his veins are turning black, his eyes are bleeding, you know. And then he evolves into this fucking blurry image we see in the background. And we keep evolving until we see the final full-fledged form. Well, I would have loved to see that in the daylight. I don't know why we're shooting
2: in a fucking cave. Well, because it's Scott Cooper, and that man loves to shoot all his movies in, like, a, a grimy town. Yeah, but we can show him out in the
1: fucking daylight for crying out loud. But I like that part of it. Um I thought the kid did a good job being a little fucking freak. I mean, I if that kid was in my fucking class, yeah, I'm calling child protective services, dude. The man, the kid needs some fucking help. Oh yeah. Um I love the ending. I do. I think the ending is a great fucking ending. How they're making... They're not making this kid, but this kid has become such an animal. He's eating animals, dude. He, he's, like, raw, you know, when he doesn't need to. Like, he can have a fucking cheeseburger if he wants. Mm-hmm. But he ain't like that anymore. I thought that was cool. And I liked how he, um... Uh, I don't know. I liked how he, um... Uh, like, thought this was still his family. You know, he tried to make it a family. Everything else about this movie was dog shit. Like the whole plot was pretty bad. I don't understand, like like five people go to check on him and the fucking teacher just gets fucking murked. Dude, like, I'm not okay. even gonna lie to you.
0: I don't even remember him eating kids in this fucking movie. That's how memorable it was. You don't remember who eating kids? The the kid eating animals. No, that was the very end scene. Where he comes
1: away and he has that blood there and the and Carrie Russell wipes it away. It's all right, dude. It's all right. Maybe, ahead, maybe was, was that Jesse was bleeding. He was bleeding. But did you notice how the kid was behind a fucking log at the very end of the movie? And he comes. No, I stroke, don't remember that at all. And it was right Ouch. before the Jesse Plemons thing. So that was like the big fucking tw- the big tw- the bigger twist. Is they h- took this kid in. Mm-hmm. they think he's gonna be the wendigo because that's why oh we know what he's gonna grow up to be so they know he needs to feed on animals and stuff because they don't want the guy to die so he's eating like raw animals dude he's eating like dead shit like he doesn't need to though he can eat a cheeseburger and then the bigger reveal is that Clemens is actually the guy who's going to turn into the wendigo and you're like the fuck are they doing with the kid then
0: yeah, I went over my
1: fucking head. That's how memorable this shit was to me. Because she wipes that black from his face, and I'm like, why the fuck does he have black on his face? I'm like, oh, that's blood. He like, they're making this kid eat fucking, like, animals for some reason, you know? And he's mm. willingly doing it, so I thought that was the big mind fuck of it all.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: it wasn't scary. I thought it was going to be a bit scarier, but
2: it wasn't really scary. What did you uh, think of, like, the lead-up to, like, this kid? And you know that there's something kind of shitty going on in his house? Like, did you see that as a twist? Like, did you like the progression that they showed? Yeah, I did like the progression. I really loved that progression. I thought that
1: was the one thing they had going for it. I thought, yeah, I, I enjoyed that, dude. I didn't mind that.
2: I like that. Yeah, I liked, I, I, I liked that part just because it was, like, you didn't really know what was going on in his house until they finally showed that, like, his, his dad is, like, turning into this animal that... Like, every effect now has to look like the uh, the fake Mandarin in Iron Man 3. Like, yeah. any possession or something always has to have, like, the glowy, my fucking chest is going to burst. Yeah, and uh, then they hey. had, um,
1: they showed that the dad was still conscious. I thought that was an interesting take. That the mm. dad's still conscious of his fucking actions when he's like, lock this door, make sure I don't go out, you know? But what can you do? I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm like, that. that's interesting. Interesting little take there. <sighs> Carrie <sighs> Russell is a total dreams be a Yeah. Yeah, the principal just got fucking murked. Everyone got fucking murked in this movie. Yeah. What were you so, saying about Carrie Russell, Danielle? I thought it was a waste of a, an actress.
0: 100%. I don't even, like, did the dad rape her? It couldn't.
2: I die. was never, I was like, what? what is happening here? I yeah, because Jesse dad was like, her
0: ex-husband at first.
1: <coughs> Jesus. Jesus. I don't, I can't tell you if that relationship, I. T- because she, ma- she makes a comment saying, when I left you. Yeah, I know she does. Yeah, I know. No, I got you. And he's like, just, oh, I've been waiting all laugh- my life for
0: you to come back. What the fuck? Oh. I'm just
1: laughing at the fact that you don't know, like, that's how bad the writing was. What their relationship was until they, like, didn't kiss and have sex. And you're like, okay, they're brother and sister then.
2: Mark, what is, what is your rating
0: for antlers?
2: <laughs> I'm not quite sure. You know what it is that listening to Nella talk? I was like, imagine a movie where Jesse Plemons and Kerry Russell are both acting between each other about some trauma in their life. Like, that'd be the greatest drama ever, but it's wasted on a a movie about a Wendigo. Uh, so... Damn, this is like a, I, I guess you say this is like a D. I wouldn't really watch this again. I think just the, the ending of this movie kind of really bored me. So a Hoth. So a Hoth, okay. I'll go Hoth. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, th- this, is a, this is a Jakku for me.
2: Wow, that's I fucking, fucking good let The only reason
0: go, is the Jakku is, I like the environment. I like Jesse Plemons.
1: Yeah, no. I feel Other like...
0: than that, this is a fucking waste of time. Don't pay to watch this. If you're paying to watch this, I hope you're watching out of a red box.
2: My theater is playing more Bollywood movies in that screening right now. It's your only been theater, out for two weeks.
1: Your theater has a problem if they're playing Bollywood. Yeah. Um What do I rate this? I'm giving it a fucking. I don't know. What did I rate? Old dude. Do you remember that? That's a coup. Now I rate this a hot. This is the second worst thing I've seen this year. Old will always be the worst thing I've seen. This comes very, very close. For me,
0: U.S. versus Billy Holiday, Antlers, Space Shammy Legacy. Snake Eyes. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah, this is eyes. better than Snake,
1: snake. Eyes. <laughs> 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 yep. All right, well, that's interesting. Well, at least we got some bad movies under our belt for the year. Ho- ho- hopefully we're done covering them. I feel like we're not going to be, though, looking at our schedule. That's right. I'm looking at Ghostbusters Afterlife. You're not
0: on that episode. Yeah, I am, dude. Not anymore. You're taking off officially. Just (laughs) got kicked. Hey, maybe Dakari can join. Oh, boy. I guess it's going to wrap up for this week. Sorry to our listeners that had to listen to us bitch about bad movies for over an hour and a half. We can't always be positive. No.
1: We have to have some flavor. Some diverse city in our opinions. We can't be sucking off the mouse too good, buddy.
0: Yeah. Well, a special thank you to our guest stars. Uh, Mark, I'm glad you're able to finally get back on again. <laughs> where, oh, thank you, yeah. you me on.
2: Where can our listeners find you, man? So you could go to Cinema Flavor on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and then you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And, yeah, that's a, it's our own podcast. And Harold, man, you know, you're
0: always a thousand... Harold, you're here when even you're not on the podcast, buddy. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. You're you're our biggest supporter, bro. You're always welcome to come on, even if you're just watching us. <laughs> Where can our listeners find you, bro?
3: Well, they can find me on Instagram Gamer GamerHerald. can mm. also find me on YouTube at the same name. And, um,
0: that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's, that's going to wrap it up for this week, guys. Um, Danilo, I'm going to be honest love, with you, bro. I this, love movies, dude. I still love movies. At
1: the end of the day, I still love movies. This
0: episode has made me
1: two things. Depressed and tired. That's exactly right. That's exactly fucking right, dude. I'm tired as hell right now. I
0: could I could just take a fat-ass sleep. I'm just like, wow. Usually we're up to like 4 in the morning after these things. No, I'm ending this and going to bed. <laughs> this- Damn. What time is it over there right now? It is 1218. Midnight.
1: Yeah, midnight. Oh, huh? A bit after. Anyway, though, guys, be sure to check out LFG Only Murders in the Building. I'm going to only murder myself if anyone goes to see these movies on
0: based on our recommendations. Oh, um, oh one last thing I want to bring up real quick. I forgot to of the Eternals. Who sold that shit in IMAX? Did anybody? I saw it in Dolby. Does that count? Maybe. Harold, did you see it in IMAX? Well, I saw it in the theaters. Does that count? Well, I mean, was it an IMAX theater or just theater? Oh, um, just the regular theater. Dude, into this weird thing... The aspect ratio would change during a fight.
1: Yeah. That's what happens when you go when some stuff's filled in IMAX
0: and some stuff no, is not. No, I mean like... Not like a normal transition to IMAX. It was like... In the middle of a fight scene, whenever it would be a quick... Sh- it would shot change... Between the two formats... Yeah, you for like two seconds. That's your Alamo, buddy. That ain't anyone else. It wasn't at the Alamo. I saw this in the actual IMAX.
1: Oh, then that's your theater.
0: I've heard other complaints about it too, though. Well, you know what,
1: dude? All I'm going to say is don't see the fucking movie and you won't have a problem with it at the end of the day.
2: <laughs> hey, dude, no, I'm sorry, Chloe. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. No, I got, I got a question for you, though. Yeah. yeah, what's up? Okay, all right. Antlers, great movie or greatest movie? Fuck off. Okay, get the fuck out of here.
1: <laughs> Maybe the worst movie.
2: Uh no, that wasn't one option.
1: God I will damn never, I will never say that anything was worse than old this entire year. You know
0: what's funny? At what's my a island, way way? I, I had to drink like four beers to get through Alers al- Bet
1: that bit was expensive, bud. Yeah, fucking drink during that
0: movie.
1: Maybe I might get a drink next time I just see got off a god awful movie. It's alright.
0: That's gonna wrap up for this I can't even fucking talk. I'm so tired, dude. <laughs> Sorry, dude. That's gonna wrap up for this week, guys. Uh if you enjoyed the show, please follow us on Spotify. Consider leaving us an iTunes review. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Galaxy of Film. Next week we're discussing the French dispatch finally, since theaters here are putting that out finally. We ranted about that last week, but yeah. yeah. And Spencer. Yeah,
1: that as well. You'll be even I'm actually to that. Ex- I'm actually excited to go see that dude. I hear some positive things
0: about it. So, yeah. Well, that's gonna wrap up this week, guys, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. It's lit. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay.